Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited because I've got both of the couple here that um, we have talked to Nathan before, but now we've got Nathan and Nita from the Homeschool Project Podcast. So, And we're going to talk about being a military family and homeschooling because I know there's a lot of folks out there um, who are serving, and it's the whole family that serves, in my opinion. So um, so anyway, y'all say hi and tell us a little bit about your homeschool family and what got you into homeschooling. All right. Well, hello. I'm Anita. And I'm Nathan. And uh, we currently are stationed in Northeast Ohio. And Nathan has been active duty for 12 years. We have three kids. The ages are 10, seven, and almost a four-year-old. And we have been homeschooling now. We just completed our second year. And uh, we are the creators, as like you said, of the Homeschool Project podcast. Um, so you ask about our journey. Yeah. And I feel like we'll rewind it a little bit. Because I feel like this part of the story is helpful to those, especially if they're considering homeschooling, uh, because we were one of those families just in the rat race. Mm. And um, it was actually several years ago when our da- our oldest was finishing up pre-K-4 that Nathan asked me if I would ever consider homeschooling. And at the time, I mean, I'm a registered nurse, and so I was working full-time, Our kids were in preschool and daycare because we had two at the time and I was loving my job and knew nothing about homeschooling. And I said, I looked at him and I was like, no, absolutely not. You're crazy. Like, where's this coming from? (laughs) I just was not ready yet, but Mm -hmm. in our marriage, we've always been very open and with communication. And so I was like, you know, I'll just put it in the back of my mind because I wanted to respect his his opinion on this Mm -hmm. homeschooling thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like the reason that he had asked me basically when I'm thinking about that time was because our daughter was going into kindergarten Mm -hmm. and we remember sitting down at a meeting with the principal of the elementary school. And they're basically telling us that they didn't think that our daughter um, would be ready for kindergarten and that we should consider holding her back. And we just knew that that wasn't like deep down. We just knew that that wasn't the case with Mm -hmm. her. Like we understand that some kids truly aren't ready, but we didn't feel like that with her. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the first things that why Nathan, I think kind of brought it up to me was, Uh you know, we could probably do this better and we could serve our children better. But like I said, I wasn't ready. And then, so it wasn't until about, two years later that I always think about these two divining moments that kind of was like the last straw. And the first was one night I was bathing our, our son. And, um, I remember looking down again, we both worked full time. We're running Mm -hmm. the rat race. We're Mm -hmm. running around doing drop off and pick up after work and getting to the house and doing homework and then dinner. And, I remember looking down at him and I was bathing him and I looked down at him and I was like, I felt like I was looking at him for the first time that night. And I was just like, you know, it's like six, seven o'clock at night. And I feel like I'm truly seeing our child. 
And that was like my first flag of like, just mm. something's just not right. And mm. we just realized with that, that we wanted a lifestyle change. Like mm-hmm. we wanted one where we could be the ones to raise our children. So that mm. was like the first flag. And then the second was um, the one that you always bring up where we're sitting at the the dining table with our daughter and she's doing homework. And mind you, she's like six, seven years old doing homework. And it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. And she just looks so tired and she looks pale. And I remember Nathan looking across the table at me like, like, this just isn't right. This doesn't feel right. You know? And that was the other, that was just like the second defining moment where I was just like, okay, I think I'm ready to consider homeschooling. And we then took the next, I took the next year to, to research it. And, um, I resigned from my job after that. And it was one of the best decisions we made for our family lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I think for for me, those, those three moments were very like memorable. Like I remember where I was sitting and I remember Mm -hmm. like it was yesterday because to me, I've always been the type of person that believes that life doesn't have to be the way that everybody tells you it's supposed to be, which is mom and dad both work and you work all day long and you come home and there's not really enough time and you just hurry up and get dinner ready and put the kids to bed. And then you start that all over and maybe you get some time on Saturday together. And then Sunday you go grocery shopping and it's time to get ready for work on Monday. Mm-hmm. That's where we were at. Mm-hmm. But I knew that was not how in my mind life with my family was supposed to be. I think there's got, there has to be another way. Mm-hmm. And when we saw that happening with our kids, we realized that it was all centered around our kids' education, mm-hmm. you know, and that, wow, if you could change the way your kids are educated and like the time spent doing that, your whole life could change and that family time could increase like exponentially. Yeah. And it was also really one of those moments too, with this, the education system, when we went to that meeting and you're like, yes, uh, we really don't believe your daughter is ready for the next step. And I'm like, she's in kindergarten. What's the next step? What is she falling behind on? Are they, the equations that are you guys doing equations at school right now? Like what's happening? And she couldn't explain it. She goes, I just don't think that she can keep up. And mm-hmm. any parent's going to get up. Obviously, you have this bias. Yeah. I'm very open that if my kid had an issue, I would I would be okay with that. And I would understand that. And we would work with that. But that was not the case mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just, one. I just remember looking over and being like, she's falling behind in what? <laughs> Please explain to me what she's falling behind in. And why we come home from a full day of school and have three hours of homework. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. This girl can't be a kid. And being a kid Mm -hmm. is part of becoming an adult. Like Mm -hmm. the type of adult you are, a lot of it comes from Mm -hmm. your time as a child. And you've got your entire life to work really hard and do things like that, right? That, that ends up happening. Even if you love yes. what you're doing, that's yes. going to happen. When you're six years old, you're supposed to be out using your imagination and running around and, and being a kid. Yes. And that's not happening. And I just, we, like, I, like she said, I knew something was wrong. And so that's when we kind of put our foot down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that's, and I think when I talk to most people, 
that being able to have childhood is such an important part of the decision to homeschool. Mm -hmm. And that's, and you know, by the time they get to high school level, to have time to explore and become and not have the whole day, you know, just grinding out at things that aren't going to matter to their future um, is, is part of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you guys started a podcast and you have the cutest things on there, like camping projects and stuff <laughs> like, so what, what got you guys inspired to do that? Mm. <laughs> Well, I was, I've always loved podcasts. I was in the podcasts and when she decided that she was going to do, um, homeschool, she got all these books and I came home one day and she had them all spread over the bed and she was just sitting on the bed and said, I'm going to, I think I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And that still took a year to plan. Like she uh, took that year to plan that. You're a good I'm, planner. Yes. Big planner. <laughs> good. And once we got going, we realized that in many ways, the, the information out there that we could find was very scattered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we said, you know, okay, everybody says, okay, you, you want to start homeschooling. So here, yeah, pick a program and then you just get started and one, two, three. And, but if, as we know, it's not like that, yeah. especially if you're a planner, it's like, okay, well, well, how do you know what program to use? Mm. You know, what, how do I not get arrested by the state? (laughs) You know, like all these things. And so the first episode we did was, you know, we said to ourselves, why don't we, why don't we just do one then? And then that way we can share what we're doing and we're starting Mm -hmm. from the beginning and then Mm. other people can start from the beginning with us. Mm -hmm. And we can take them along the path with us as we learn and go and on top of that, we can learn so much when we interview people. Yeah. So this has been a learning experience for us. We always say we don't do this because we're experts. We do this because it's the complete opposite. Yeah. It's a learning experience for us, you know, as well. And we've taken a lot yeah. from it. We hope other people take a lot from it. But for us, it's just, it's been awesome. And it's a way to build a community because yeah. when you don't homeschool, you think you're going to be this like lone wolf all by yourself yes. and isolated. <laughs> but once you start doing it, and especially when we started doing this, the podcast, you realize there's so many people. Yes. And until I started telling people at work, I had no idea how many people in the military homeschooled and come to find out you're, she bumps into people in town all the time that Oh yeah, we homeschool and we know these people and like ends so up their military families <laughs> yeah, all over town that homeschool. And then one of the guys I work with in a actually a pretty small office right now, he homeschools his family. And <laughs> so it's just been awesome. It's yeah, been starts great. coming out of the woodwork once you know they're there. Yeah. yeah. It so, does. Yeah, so that's a good segue to what's it like being a military family and homeschooling? So for us. This when we got to Ohio, that's when we started to homeschool. So we haven't actually moved around yet as we've homeschooled. Mm-hmm. However, now that we've been homeschooling and we know what it offers us, as well as we have been on those very odd schedules mm-hmm. in the past with previous assignments, you know, where he was 
gone a month, home a month, gone a month, home a month, Mm -hmm. or um, gone for several days and then back home. So we've been through all those very quirky schedules Mm -hmm. that really just kind of shake things up in the, in the family dynamics and, and everybody's trying to get some sort of stability. So as far as like, from what we have experienced so far with homeschooling, I feel like there's just so many benefits that help the military lifestyle where it's not surprising that more and more are jumping on it. Like a lot of people did assume that we started homeschooling because we're a military family, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. It, it truly is because of the lifestyle it's brought us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not we were um, military. Mm-hmm. But now it's an added bonus because we are a military family. Yeah. But like I said, it brings stability we have constant moves. There's constant changes in the military mm-hmm. life. And this is one thing that if you homeschool, your kids will have stability. You will have stability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It helps bring families closer together. Mm-hmm. Our family has always been close. Mm-hmm. Even when both of us were having to work full time and everybody was everywhere, we, 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 really strived to keep a close-knit family because we both grew up that way but homeschooling is just there's a whole nother level of closeness that comes with this and in the military life that is something you need you need it there are so many there's just so many different things that these military Mm -hmm. families have to experience that are really challenging they're really Mm -hmm. um they're difficult yeah. And so you have to hold tight to those things that bring that stability to those things mm-hmm. that bring you guys closer together as, as, you know, as tight as you can be, because mm-hmm. they're going to come at you. Those struggles are going to come at you and you have to be able to survive it. So I think that this is another benefit for that as far as like bringing yeah. families closer together. And then it provides more of a flexible lifestyle. You can tailor your schedule to your family's needs. Yes. So if you have a spouse who's deployed, um, you can now, when they come back home, you guys could have done all of this schoolwork mm-hmm. and then take off for yes. however long you can yeah. when they, as soon as they get back, instead of the kid, you know, the, the spouse comes back from being deployed and the kids still have to keep going to school, Yeah, yeah. you know? So again, mm-hmm. it helps with that family connectedness, or if the spouse has a very odd schedule, like Nathan has had in the past, when they are home, those are the days that you would choose to be off from school. And Absolutely. Then, you yes. know, mm-hmm. and even if they're still deployed, you can, um, it just brings that, that more of that flexibility that if your spouse is deployed in the military, you're going to want community. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have more time to have that community. Um, if you homeschool, yeah. as opposed to your kids being gone all day, or you're having to drive around to this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know, and you know, in Disney world's cool when not everybody else is there <laughs> yeah. <the> school vacation. <laughs> You can go whenever you want. Yes. It's yes. another benefit to take vacations together as a family yeah. when it's off hours, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> not peak times. Yeah, absolutely. And then some of the things that I, um, the other things I wanted to mention that I feel were helpful um, when I'm considering it, once we move from here and we're actually, cause again, his schedule is very normal right now. It's been yeah. a blessing. So yeah. 
uh, that part of our life hasn't been rocked yet, mm-hmm. but we're already like in the back of our minds having to plan for, you know, in mm-hmm. a couple of years, we're going to be moving again. Mm-hmm. But some of the tips that I, I felt would be helpful for military families that are homeschooling is always check your state requirements with each move. Mm-hmm. So as military, you can claim a state as your residency and it can be um, that state for your whole military career. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that you can follow your resident state's laws throughout the rest Uh, of your kid's career. It is uh, different. mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. more like tax purposes and um, with your car registrations Mm -hmm, and stuff. But mm -hmm. this is different. So every time you move, you're going to want to check your state's requirements Mm -hmm. for where you are currently living. And you have to follow those. Um, and one of the, the best ways for the best sites for me so far that I found is HSLDA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they pretty much have almost every state on yeah. there or a yeah. place that you can go to, to find that, that state's requirements, right. find a local co-op or homeschool group for mm-hmm. in-person support. Mm-hmm. Again, as a military family, we move around often. Now this, I know very well, and that is that at least for us, I feel like we don't live at a place long enough to really get um, to know friends truly well. And and Mm -hmm. we don't have that like stability of like really close friends. Mm -hmm. So that would be another tip is that when you move to a place, try to find an in-person homeschool group or co-op so that you can be with like-minded families and that not only your kids have other kids to play with, and do classes with, but then you as the adult have that interaction with other parents. Um, again, especially yes. if your spouse is gone a lot, yeah. you're going to need that to help yeah. you out as well. Mm-hmm. And then what else we have? Oh, and I wanted to mention that some military bases do have homeschool groups. So if they're really? on your base or live near one, uh-huh. that they check out that local military group. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my sister is also a military family and she lives near um, an air force base. Now she, their family is not in the air force. They're in a different branch of the military. Mm-hmm. However, that, that homeschool group on the air force base is open to all military homeschool nice. families. Nice. It's another great resource. So I, nice. once again, now you've got a niche within a niche, you've got yeah. military families that homeschool that are coming together once a week, <laughs> supporting each other. Of course, online support helps podcasts, blogs, the social media platforms for those homeschooling tips and encouragement. Mm -hmm. And then another would be to stay organized again Mm -hmm. with the constant moves in the military Mm -hmm. life. We're already pretty good at keeping our kids like Mm -hmm. medical records and, um, all of our housing documents, all of that organized and birth certificates, shot records. Mm. We we have to be good about that because yeah. we don't get to stay at like the same doctor's mm. office for 20 years. You mm. have to be like, and yeah. every time you move, somebody's going to ask you for those records. Yep. So that's just another piece that you want to add to the organization are all of your homeschooling records. Stay organized with that. I highly recommend mm. that so that your life is easier and less stressful each yeah. time you move and in case for some odd reason, you'd have to show proof later down the road. Yeah. And then Facebook groups. I did write down a couple. Okay. 
There's Military Families Homeschool. Mm-hmm. I'm part of that one. Wonderful resource. Good. It's it's like any other Facebook group. You ask a question, so many people are going to go on there and answer it from all yes. over the, it's not just the country, it's all over the world. Uh, Military Homeschoolers is another Facebook group. And then there's Military Families Homeschooling Overseas. Like that's the whole title of that group. <laughs> okay. Because that's, that is, that's can get complicated. Thing. Yeah. Going overseas, what are the rules and regulations? Do we have to follow? Finding yeah. groups out there, resources. Mm-hmm. They have a group for that, which I think oh, is amazing. So, yeah. And they help each other out in these very difficult, odd situations. Yeah. I have found Military Child Education Coalition as a great resource and periodically they actually host homeschool webinars. Oh, neat. Yes. And then uh, finally it's a military life. That's a platform that uh, our podcast has collaborated with Uh often. And they even have um, under their website, they have a whole section for homeschooling families as well. We'll have to put the links in the show notes to all those wonderful resources. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. So hopefully, I, 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 there's a thunderstorm rolling through here. Have y'all been able to hear the thunder through? No. The, okay, good. So the filter screened it out. Um, yeah, I kept thinking, don't lose, don't lose the power. <laughs> so, but we made it. I really, really appreciate y'all's story and the resources and the hopefulness that you give to each other. Like I, I you know, we're having the benefit of recording over zoom so i'm watching y'all and watching y'all you know encourage each other with the eye contact that's awesome um but also what you do in encouraging with your podcast like it's a lovely podcast and uh i go there and i've I've been listening to the shorts so those are those are really fun and you get a little glimpse of your life and the encouragement there so and thank you for being a military family and serving because you know, Nathan, you serve and I really appreciate that. Like that's important. And the whole family serves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, very important. And well, you as well. I remember you told me your husband did. So yeah. So he, yeah, Vietnam era vet. So yeah. And we just, you know, that's a it's part of what makes things work. And so we really appreciate that. (laughs) So all right. Well, I better wrap it up. So thank you guys so much for being here. And this has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week. Bye.